you just compare our treasure hunting podcast Hell to yeah. Taylor Swift? Hell yeah. <laughs> so, like, she's not being like, why are people listening to an album I released nine years ago? People draw inspiration and entertainment from things in the past. It This podcast transcends time. Oh, wow. We just found the treasure. It was us all along. <laughs> <laughs> My mom was right. Gosh, check your pockets. <laughs> John, you cheeky, how'd you get that in my pocket? Whoa. Hello and welcome to season three of Cash Me Outside, the Utah Treasure Hunt podcast. I'm Caden, joined by Christian and Chad. And can you guys believe this is our third season doing this? It's unbelievable. Can't believe I've made it. If you're me either, honestly. <laughs> if you're new here, uh, welcome. This is a, a fun little podcast that we like to do surrounding the treasure hunts. We have yet to find the treasure, but we found joy and laughter. And I don't think any of us are under the illusion that we'll ever find the treasure. Oh, screw that. No, we're, <laughs> I, I honestly... Our treasure are, are more followers. I think it's 50-50 that we get it this year. I feel super confident. Are you serious? About yeah, that I just... am consumed by it. I think about it all the time. That's true. And you're and he, Christian's fresh off of writing a murder mystery too, so he's all riddled up. Oh, I'm all riddled up. <laughs> um, yeah. No, so, I, I, yeah. Don't talk like that, Chad. You got to be optimistic. You got to be positive with the treasure hunts. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So we just we just got the first clue, the poem, and we're excited to kind of dive in and and uh, chat about it. But before we before we do, we want to just reiterate. You know, again, if you're new here, we're going to kind of talk about the clues as they come in. Hopefully it lasts for at least a week this hunt. Uh, who knows? Uh, <laughs> how long How long was the last one? I felt like it was, it like, was longer than a week. It was like, it like 10 two days. Weeks? It was like yeah. 10 days. Yeah. So um, I yeah. do think we're talking about the last poem treasure The last hunt. poem treasure yeah, hunt. Last yeah, yeah. yeah, so we're excited to get together. We're going to dissect the first four lines of the poem today. But before we do that, we just wanted to... Um, let you know about our Instagram channel and our um, email address if you want to participate and and you know get some feedback on your sleuthing skills. Uh, DM us on Instagram. Cash me outside. Is it Cash me outside podcast? Cash me outside podcast. Cash me outside podcast. Somehow, Cash me outside was already taken. Yeah. So and then Cash me outside podcast at gmail.com. Feel free to reach out to us there. There's a pretty good chance you'll get featured in the next episode. Oh, oh there, there is a hundred percent chance. We have gotten some okay feedback. Um, sorry, like the feedback's been great. Yeah, Just been we haven't really had good. a lot of it, but it, we're still to the point where if you say anything to us, we will repeat it on this podcast. <laughs> and you know what? Put us to the test if that's true. Right. Send us a recipe. We'll probably recite it. <laughs> like, on that note, um, yeah, so we're going to talk about the, like I said, the first four lines. We just got this. It just dropped. And so we're we're excited to to dive in. We've chatted about it for about 15, 20 minutes, and we've got some ideas. <laughs> That's the important thing. We, uh, we haven't had a ton of time to look at this, um, but we have some ideas. Um, they're not going to be super well-developed, so... Take it all with a grain of salt, but to be you know, fair, if we had a lot of time with this, we'd probably have the same ideas. That's uh, that's actually a very good point. <laughs> One thing I'll say is like we have maybe we maybe haven't found the treasure, but on our podcast, either our own ideas or ideas from others that we've shared have been 
like actual solves. So really? just listen carefully because it might not be from us. It might be from input of others. But we've there's always been little gold nuggets that have come I'm up. I'm trying to think podcasts. of a time when I've said anything correct. No, yeah, not Chad. <laughs> not Chad's you. Not gonna, yeah, but no. honestly, it's nice to actually have someone <laughs> that will tell you where not to go. I yeah, mean, that can in some ways just be as valuable. So <laughs> I feel uh, like I figured something out. I played a game once. I drive places. That's true. He was fl- on the Flappy Bird. He Flappy came Bird. in clutch. Yeah, you. Thank you. That was actually really wonderful of you yeah. to do. Thank you. Anyway, I'm excited for the poem hunt. The QR code hunt is fun in its own way, but the poem hunt is just kind of like... I like it 100 times better. I don't know if it's 100 times better. but Yeah, no, it's fun. It is fun. It's different. Yeah. It could be, I mean, in theory, it's out there right now. It's out there right now. And you don't have to jump through a bunch of hoops to get there. You just have to solve this poem. And no one can catch up to you. So you can just go and do it all. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, that caused me so much stress. Seeing a leaderboard... And seeing how far other people were, it was so stressful. Oh, kind of discouraging when people got ahead of you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know about discouraging, but it was just stressful. You were always under pressure. I feel like I had to be dreaming about the clues. I know, but I, I think mean? that's kind of fun part of it, too. It is fun. Like, it it was, is it's true. had a yeah, more of a competitive fun. element. Yeah. Um, but the poem was fun. Now, we're going to talk just about the first four lines today because what we've come to find over a couple different seasons of doing this, a couple different treasure hunts, is when it comes to the poem uh, treasure hunt, those first couple lines are by far the most important because in years past those lines have led you to the trail that you need to get on so for example in last year the first two lines were uh start your search with each cool morning think how they would send a warning so that's very impressive that you remember oh i have the whole thing memorized (laughs) (laughs) i have it tattooed on my lower back (laughs) um no that (laughs) um but like the first line of that poem was kind of a throwaway, but think how they would send a warning that was related to the beacons of Gondor mm-hmm. and Beacon Hill uh, was translated in Gaelic was Ben Lomond trail. I believe it was th- that was the connection. And so that told you to go to Ben Lomond trail. And once you were on that trail, the rest of the clues were just like markers and visual kind of visual clues that would lead you to the treasure. So solving those first three or four lines, that's the most critical part about just getting on the right path. Cause if you get on the right path, it's just kind of at that yeah. point a matter of time before you could figure it out by seeing the visual cues. This might be something we do on another podcast, but I actually do think it'd be a really good exercise to look at the past poems and the, like you just did with, with the, the Each Cool Morning and look at, at how each line, nothing was on the nose. I also want to look at like where, like do, do they ever put a meaningful word at the beginning of sentences, because I mean, I don't recall. I don't know. Looking at this next one, I just want to like look at the past ones and analyze what was true about each poem. Are, are there any similarities in the way they do these poems? Yeah. I well, I, th- I, think it- I think it's fair that like they're. It's very seldom that they're very, like literal. No. Yeah. They like never are. And it's in, in some nose. of these lines here, they even are like. It's weird. Look for the tree that has no bark. Uh-huh. You feel like there's more than just looking for something that doesn't have bark on it. Uh, I'm telling you, I think it's a poison oak tree because that just why? has bite. A tree that just has bite. And no bark. <laughs> and no bark. <laughs> that's awesome. That's <laughs> what? Un- unbelievable. Dude, that's, the <laughs> that's awesome. But let's say hey, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah, that's yeah, line yeah, four. Yeah, 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 okay, sorry. Yeah, let's, let's back it up. Caden, you want to read us the first it. couple lines? Yeah. Sure, yeah. Let's just read through them all and then we'll uh, we'll dive in. Begin your search where time was transcendent. Crack open the books, they're interdependent. Lift up your eyes and look for the mark 
Hike to the tree that stands without bark. First of all, and that's an incredible read right I there. Know. I know. So Caden, that was like, I yeah. actually wasn't that's listening. That's why you guys invite me. That's why I'm That here. was unbelievable, <laughs> dude. Narrate something. Um, so it's um, there's a lot to unpack here, and it's confusing. <laughs> start your search. It's actually very similar to how they started last time where it said, like, start your search with each cool morning. Yeah. Now, that was a throwaway line last year. This year, I, I, I really, don't think it can be a throwaway. No, I don't think this first line can be a throwaway line. Where time was transcendent. Yeah, because it's so, like, specific. Like, it's not specific, but it's... I don't think it's because of the first line that the first line can't... No, I'm just saying it's because of the second line. Crack open the books; they're interdependent. That doesn't tell you any. If if they are actual books, that tells you nothing about which books they are. So if they're actual books, the first line needs to point to what yeah. those books are, right? Yeah, there has to be a connection, I think, between those first two lines. Now, here's my here's my big question. So, start your search. Sorry, read the first line again. S- begin your begin search. Begin your search where time was transcendent. Where time was transcendent. So, to me, it feels like you need to find a place where time was transcendent, and so that could likely be something maybe in Utah history, like an actual event that happened that mm. kind of transcended time. Now, when you talk, when you look at the definition of like what is something that transcends time, one of the parts of that definition is something that had a lot of like a huge impact. And that impact of that action or that event transcended time in that it had... It, that it surpassed it, the ordinary? Yeah. Or, was or like exceptional? It, it impacted more people than just the people yeah. of that generation. So we have uh, things like, you know, the This is the Place Monument where the, the pioneers arrived. Uh, you have the Promontory Point where the, the, the Golden Spike was with the the, intercont- the transcontinental railroad. Right. Some of those things that transcended time as events mm-hmm. kind of seem like places you could go. Right. Not necessarily so near trails. If the, if the Jazz would have won the NBA Finals, we then could start the Delta Center. At the Delta Center. <laughs> and when you look up to see the mark, right? Is Mark Eaton's jersey retired exactly. in the rafters? We have to start inside <laughs> the Delta Center, look up to see Mark Eaton's jersey, okay. and then just work away from there. I love it. Let's gotta go. F- I got to find a tree without bark. Ryan Smith, <laughs> get us the keys. A tree without bark. That could be Rudy. Go- that could have been Rudy Gobert, right? He was oh, tall like a wow. tree. Yeah. But he was kind of soft, you know, kind of like. That's he was true. Terrible. That's true. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. Well, so that so that's one of the options. What you just described could be a historical site. Yeah. As far and that's why it was time was transcendent. Points to do. It could be a historical site. You said something when we first read it. About it being like interstellar came to mind. Why? I, I still haven't. Well, because I know I th- those guys have mentioned, the organizers. Oh, by the way. Hey, Dave. Hey, John. Hey, guys. Yeah. Thanks for doing this again. Yeah. We, we know you listen. <laughs> um, uh, I know. I think I feel like they've mentioned interstellar before as something that like has impacted them. And it's it's been brought up in the past. And interstellar has to do a lot with like time and transcending time uh-huh. now the problem is interstellar yeah, no book it's not a book it's a movie and i feel like so because you said that i started thinking i, I never like i never thought I, but until now about why you pointed out interstellar but i started r- thinking about uh time and transcendence i was looking at quotes i was looking up quotes from interstellar and there's one there's a quote that says love i, I don't remember what the exact phrase was but i, I said it in our message but it was like Love is one of the only things that we can perceive 
that transcends time and space. Love transcends time and space. It's basically what the quote says. Love is the one thing we're capable of perceiving that transcends time and space. Yeah, Anne Hathaway in Interstellar, right? Is she in that? Um, yes, she is. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so I mean, that was that was kind of an interesting pull. But once again, it's a movie. It's not a book. And that, the, but I the, feel like that complicates it. That's so on the like that quote. Okay, but the, where does that lead you? Love, like lovers' trail. I don't know any anything. Is there a lane? Is there a street in Utah called? Oh, I. Here's one thing I found to, the, to the lovers the Anne Hath- Street, <laughs> the Anne Hathaway. Uh, yeah, street man. I drive down I mean, the street. <laughs> <laughs> I drive down that street backwards and forwards, and then <laughs> then swing by Julie Andrews Meadow. I don't even know what that means. No, I think uh, the problem that I have with this is like when they say crack open the books, that could literally mean crack open like literal books they're trying to direct you to, or just an expression of like crack open the books, do some research. Which like, that's a good point, but I do think it means literal books. Because if it says just crack open the books, like do some research, then it could go beyond obviously a book into like something that happens in movies or just researching something that happened in Utah history that transcended time that maybe wouldn't be obvious. That would be so mean of them to not mean actually read the books. Well, no, we mean so mean of they do this all the time. They have had a lot of things that have meant other stuff than like, like didn't they say, didn't, I don't know, John or Dave, one of them said that they've, they're purposely making this poem harder because the last oh, for one. Sure. Yeah, no, they for sure want it to last more than two weeks. Yeah, and I, and and if, and if they're going to make it more difficult, it's these lines. It's this to make type it more of difficult. stuff, yeah. right? Because yeah. once like it, you say, fifty people actually figure out the right trailhead, I mean, then it's just a matter of time. I don't right. know if that's true though, because if you read later on in the poem, there are some lines that are like, "What?" I, I know, but once what you is, but once you get to the right trail, okay, yeah, you real, know you're hiking about an hour right. and like. You could miss half of these clues and find uh, airplane without wings, something that relates at the very end, right. and then just like search around forever, find a trail cam like they did last time, and know, hey, we're close. Right. Just start digging places. Is place that what like happened? Freaking, they saw the trail cam? Yeah, and people are going to go all Shia LaBeouf on it and just dig holes everywhere <laughs> and eventually find. Well, let me throw a hypothetical at you. Yeah. How certain are we that it's a trail? Oh, my gosh. You did this last year. Did he know. do this last year? Yeah, he's like. I feel like they f- they literally said in the email last year that it is a trail, right? They they said it was like just it's like off t- the it's trail, just off a trail. First of all, I think it would be dope <laughs> for one of these years to be like just yeah, to be an guys, urban hunt. This was at Southtown Mall the entire time. <laughs> like, people were in the hills. They like we no. went in. I think we that'd snuck be cool. JC Penny and I and <laughs> hit it in the drop tile ceiling. I think that'd be cool, but they never. Would. If this is under a table at Buffalo Wild Wings, so help me. <laughs> <laughs> it funny. would actually be amazing when they do. If and when I they really do that. want it to be down here in Provo. We're off on a tangent, but I just I want it to be. No. I do not want to drive up to Ogden. We need to. T- like take a teaspoon of hush because we p- complained about that all last time and where was the treasure freaking buried it was in pleasant grove it was oh. five minutes from my house and the last clue was harry potter that's was true a harry they clue, already did it down here I, I, like I, I i worship harry potter I, like i had no reason not to win that you worship time. harry potter and live in pleasant grove that was that's on you i know i'm I know. telling you <laughs> <laughs> it's unbelievable that we didn't win that so we, one we, of the other clues was in my 
in my backyard. It was like, in your backyard. Yeah. That's and the crazy. other one was at Lone Peak High School where oh, we went to Lone Peak. So and you guys didn't believe me. No, yeah, I'd like we to think that maybe that. John and David are just messing with us. No, We're honestly. Like, These guys are such idiots. We're literally going to put it in their backyard. They'll have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. There, there's it's a tree without bark, without bark in their backyard. They walk past <laughs> every single day. <laughs> so I like well, if we talk about books that transcend time. Oh, you want to talk about that real quick? Harry Potter? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Love it. No, uh, Wrinkle in Time? The Bible? The, the Bible? The Bible. <laughs> That's a good point. So you're talking about like time travel? <laughs> well, yeah. Like it has to do with transcending Like the time. in the content of the book or just the book itself? It, in the con- Yeah, in the content of the book. Not like the book that's a classic. I'm just thinking a, a book that probably is a classic, somewhat well-known, that has to do with transcendent, the transcendence of time. Wrinkle Another of Time is a good one. And then what I'll say about Wrinkle of Time is it's a series. Yeah, I was going to so say, there needs to books. be multiple books. I don't think it needs to be a series, but I do think there are multiple books. So well, the interdependent kind of makes it a you series. You can make so anything interdependent if you put like a, like a cipher in both of them. How yeah, many yeah. books that you read have ciphers in them? <laughs> What do you mean? You make out the Da Vinci Code. Oh my gosh, (laughs) that's true. Yeah, Uh, ciphers for dummies. Uh, (laughs) So um, we know you've read. Yeah, the other one I like is Cloud Atlas, which is not just a terrible movie that Tom Hanks was in. Probably the only terrible movie that Tom Hanks was in, but it's a book. And what I like about it, it's a single book, but the book is six stories. Have you seen the Terminal? I kind of like the terminal. What? Yeah, I didn't mind the terminal. Oh my gosh! It was, the it, terminal's sorry. good. It was like Castaway for indoorsy people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Castaway. I but learned how to not take a sink all. shower from the terminal. Oh really? Yeah, that's cool. You didn't. <laughs> yeah, he takes a nice. sink shower in there. Oh. So Cloud Atlas has two. Uh, sorry, it has six stories within it that are all kind of different, but they're interconnected. And so it's not it's one book, but multiple stories within a book that are connected. And the book has to do with the transcendence of time. Now, once again, like, great. Even if that was the right book, are we looking for Cloud Atlas trail or something related to that? Yeah. Or is there something within the book Cloud Atlas? What is, Atlas? is there some place in there or some name? I, I mean, I don't I haven't read the book. I haven't seen the movie. There isn't so a know. series. Is there for Cloud Atlas? No. No, the book the, the <coughs> author writes about David Mitchell, I think it is. Something Mitchell. He writes about like trans time transcendent. Like that's like what he does. Like that's his like specifically. And so but the author of time transcendent. No, I'm gonna just say like that's like the general like topic of a lot yeah. of what he does. And uh, but the books I think they're not like a series, they're they're separate books. Mm. But you're right, like you know, if the book was leading you to Lord of the Rings, right? Right. And you could be like, okay, Gondor. If there was like a Gondor trail, you know, right. you could connect it that way. And I don't know enough about Cloud Atlas to know if there's something in that book right. that could be a location. Yeah, that would that's lead you my to next question. Does this mean that we have to have read or we do now need to read whatever the book it's referring to is or we just go off the title? Would they do that? That's would they? Uh, who knows? Would they have us so I think I think it involves a cursory knowledge of it. For example, last year when they said uh, "wave as you passed Weathertop," that was referring to Lord of the Rings, something that looked like 
Weathertop from the movies. Yeah. So you didn't necessarily have to know the book. To I mean, you might need to recognize oh, Weathertop. I think that's from Lord of the Rings. But when you Googled it, you're like, oh yeah, that's what it was. That's what it is. Like, I'm going to spark notes. Yeah. Like, like five books. I don't think you need to like just be reading novels all day. But yeah. if you have an idea, you can Google it, look at a Wikipedia page, and, and kind of get some general cursory knowledge of it. Yeah. I think okay. that's fair. So what, what are your guys' general thoughts as far as what it's like leaning? Do you think it's more of an event in Utah history that requires you to look I at a book to know more about it or are you thinking you need to find a specific book or book series that has to do with the transcendence of time of all the things that we've mentioned so far i i like the historic sites thing the most and i think that the books could even play into that like history books like you need to know a history of utah um to to arrive at the answer i don't, I don't know it's interdependent are you trying to look for a specific historical book in utah to get that answer or is it just like crack yeah, open no, a book thinking of my history book <laughs> that i had in junior high seventh grade utah history <laughs> the 2002 edition um are there any physical locations in utah that like gets your gets your blood pumping a little bit gets you a little excited that gets you a treasureaction <laughs> <laughs> I think we found the title of this episode. Oh, no, that's not going to be published. There's no way. Yes. No. What? No, you can't Dude. say that. There's, there's that. You there's, have said so much worse things that have made it into the past I episodes. don't think that's true. Yes, you have. Okay, give me you an example. You would be surprised. Give me an example. You would be surprised. One example. Audi- er, uh, listeners, help me. Message us if you've been listening recently to episodes, things Christian has said that are sketch. That are hilarious. First of all, made it this in. is such that, a cop out. That is not. No, you say I can't think of anything. So they're like, Kay. listeners, please help. Please help me. When you can't think of a dang thing. I've been. It's, it's been. <laughs> PG. We have said so many no. things, and I have not gone back and listened to it's them. It's been. P- I must remember. It's been PG rated. No. There's been a couple times you swore. You've I said have. swear words. Yeah. That was uncalled this for. This is for sure R rated. No, no, we're not doing that. There's. I think there's adolescents that listen to these shows. I know of at least three teenagers. <laughs> Wait, do you really? Wait, you no, know three I teenagers? <laughs> I know three teenagers. I know more adults who listen to this. Yeah, well, I think that's fair. <laughs> that was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> I immediately regretted it. Okay, anyways. Golden Spike, where is that? So, that's a promontory point. point. Oh, it is? Yeah. Maybe in the map area. That's like... It's like the it like juts into from the like kind of north part of the Great Salt Lake. Uh-huh. There's like a there's a promontory or like a like a well, is, isthmus, whatever that kind of stretches down into the close to the isthmus. Huh? Uh-huh. I think that's where it is. So is that Promontory Summit? Is that the same thing? Promontory Summit and Golden Spike, or, this, or is that a different place? I I don't know if there's I don't think I think they're different places. Promontory Point <laughs> okay, so is probably, where the Golden Spike is, right? It's probably not that. It sounds from the rest of the poem that you have to hike up a place. Yeah. And that there's a peak. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I think you can throw that out. But other times in Utah history that transcended time. This is the place. That's the obvious one, I think. That's at least probably close to trailheads where you can maybe look up from that point and spot a mark. Right. Because that's the next line. Do we want to talk Cuban? about that? Is. Lift up your eyes and look for the mark. Yeah. That's like you're going to get to. Th- now, this is kind of confusing to me because if you're going to get to the trailhead, is it going to be a point where like you get somewhere and you have to look up, see the mark, and be like, oh, this is the trail I have to take to get to that mark? Because what's the point? 
of looking up and seeing a mark other than to try to tell you which trail that to is take. interesting maybe this is the throwaway line it just doesn't seem important no could, this could be the equivalent of last year when they say look down upon your faithful steed which was just like what was that i think it was just look down at your car oh it was look down at the parking lot you're Wh- right which is like wasn't even a necessary thing to do if you were on the ben loman trail i guess maybe it's somewhat of an assurance to be like i can see a parking lot from here i might be on the right trail so yeah. when you get to this place you look up and you're like Oh, oh wow! Mark carved his name into this tree. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you know what could be? What do you think could be like a like Pleasant Grove has a G on the mountain? Yeah. Oh, I mean, it has to be a visual cue. You look up and see something. Yeah. For the mark, it could be. Yeah. Or a big X because X marks the spot. Is there an X on a mountain here? I'll Google it real quick. (laughs) 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 We're literally yeah. Look for the mark. I mean, yeah, what letters are on the sides of hills and mountains here? Y, G, U? We're like going to go through all of them? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> there's so there's many. There's like a lot of smaller ones, though. Like yeah. what, smaller letters? Like I think there's a B for b- in Bountiful. There's I think there's like a J, like where Jordan. Jordan. Some junior highs have some, don't they? Like there's you, a lot. You think junior highs have you letters on mountains? Junior highs a lot. There's when I, I was in junior high, yes, I did. There's no case in which a junior high has a letter. Where like okay. what, little Tommy in eighth grader, when they win <laughs> a, a game, they light up the H. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I've said two stupid things so yeah. far. I said, yeah, that's, Anyways. You, that's your count. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, are we getting to the point where we're not providing much more value? Yeah, no. Maybe. Um, what else and then, is there? well, yeah, and then hike to the tree that stands without bark. So, to your point, the faithful steed line from the last poem was kind of just—I don't want to say throwaway, but more just less specific and more just general. I think it's generally exciting when you get on the right trail and you're like, da da da. Oh, this works with that, you know, yeah. like, and, and right. so it kind of leads you one spot to the other. It gives you assurance that, hey, I'm not about to go on a two mile hike that's has not even close. Um, I could th- so this could be literal. I mean, this there could be a tree that got struck by lightning or something, or a dead tree, or again, it could be a poison oak. <laughs> you need to get off that. <laughs> actually, I actually love that idea. I re- regardless, I honestly don't think this is even worried. Like, uh, I know it's something to talk about, but we just ha- not even we have to find the trailhead. I know. So, <laughs> any listeners out there who can tell us. Where this is, that would be, that would be great. The whole point of this podcast <laughs> is just to ramble on on for a little bit, get people to give us their ideas, and we drive there faster. Dinosaur <laughs> National Monument. <laughs> Transcends time. Have you guys seen the Land Before Time? Which one? There are multiple peach trees. Peach trees revenge. There's like twenty, isn't there? Are there? I didn't I know. So. I was isn't there a triceratops named Sarah? In that, probably that's such that's a great, pretty clever. That's pretty awesome. Why is that clever? Triceratops. Oh, that's yeah, that's funny. Anyways, <laughs> we need we need to be more prepared. <laughs> <laughs> so we have the Golden Spike Promontory Summit. This is the place and Dinosaur <laughs> Monument. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is this was a good this was good for us to get. You know, the the clue just dropped. We're excited to 
start this journey and uh we're looking forward to spitting the, <laughs> spitting the breeze shooting the breeze are you closing it right now yeah I, wait i still have i have a question okay go ahead ask a question um forgot what it was <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> oh yeah no i i i we've noticed that we've had listeners no i need oh, to know i'm so curious oh no, my gosh we've no, had no no don't ask this question after that's stupid. why no that's stupid don't ask that question why it's stupid i want to know why no. people are listening the to the podcast thing. after the treasure has already been found no do you think last, ta- do you think taylor swift Comes out and she was like, "Why are people listening to an album?" I really just compare our treasure hunting podcast Hell to yeah. Taylor Swift. Hell yeah, <laughs> we got <laughs> more. Yeah, so like she's not been like, "Why are people listening to an album?" I released nine years ago. People draw inspiration and entertainment from things in the past. It this podcast transcends time. Oh, wow. We just found the treasure. It was us all along. (laughs) (laughs) My mom was right. Gosh, check your pockets. (laughs) Um, John, you cheeky. How'd you get that in my pocket? Whoa. So what we want to do right now is we want to just briefly summarize kind of what we talked about because we've been all over the place a little bit. We're talking through this. We just got the clue. We're, We're figuring things out kind of stream of consciousness. So questions. How are the first two lines connected, if they are? Are we supposed to find some sort of event in Utah history that transcended time? Okay, well, that event, if that's going to be a location, it has to be something probably near a trail, probably near a mountain. So that kind of eliminates some stuff. Like I was looking at the women's suffrage in Utah, you know, women granting, uh, the, the granting being one of the first territories to grant women the right to vote. Just in, yeah, that in was, a separate... Th- Vein of thought you were looking into women's suffrage? Yeah, I always like to stay on top of things, dude. Open your mind. Gosh, <laughs> yeah, Whoa. sorry about that. It's one of the greatest events in Utah history in the world. They happen at Hotel Utah. Like, cool. Yeah. You get Hotel okay. Utah, look up, find a spot. You're, yeah. you're in downtown Salt Lake. So you're tr- like trying to find a historical event that happened like in the hills, which is why we thought about this is the place monument or things like that. So we're we trying to find a place, a location having to do with Utah history, or are we trying to find books that reference the transcendence of time that have some sort of reference then within those books to a place that could be then translated to a Utah location. Exactly. Like the beacons of Gondor leading you to a translation of Ben Loman trail in Gaelic. Right. Um, the, the first option sounds a lot easier to be frank, because if a moment transcends time, then it has to be some so somewhat notable. Right. Yeah. Which makes me think, and just based on the past poem hunt that it's in the book that there's something in a book that we have to find that will lead us to a location okay but just like saying books like that could be any book right so that makes me feel like okay well when you say books okay it's a series at least it narrows it down but then when they say maybe the books you're just throwing out hunger games hey (laughs) Maybe the books have to do not the only books you have read, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but like books that have to do with the transcendence of time. Then we're like really kind of narrowing it down yeah. to Wrinkle of Time, Cloud Atlas, books like that, Harry Potter three, the Time Turner. <laughs> hey, nice. Um, so another, go ahead. Another thing to think about is the the type of location that these are pointing to, which we haven't really, we've kind of haven't really talked about that at all. Streets, trails. And the last one was a peak. 
Like, are, how often have they done streets? Was that only in the last uh, but even, QR hunt? Even even the streets. Well, I'm thinking about two hunts ago where it had to, something to do with like a pirates where the pirates rest. It was some sort of cove. The co- the name of the street was Cove. Mm-hmm. But, oh, they did do that. But yeah. that, so but it was two also times that they've used street as an answer to a clue. Yeah, but it was also like that was where the trailhead was. Like that's where it was. Right. So yes, but still that's important because we need to know what we're browsing with the books in mind. Yeah, that's a good point. And the problem is when it comes into streets, as I've learned. There is a street for everything. There is there, there. Oh man, remember when we talked the, ourselves into the first like hunt. three different locations because of the birds? Yeah, yeah. we went Every literally street to, e- was a different we went to Eagle Mountain like a bunch of idiots and like <laughs> poked a bunch of rocks under trees for a couple hours at midnight. Remember How many that? of you guys? Oh, were I remember there? that. We yeah. were out. I wasn't actually involved at that point. Remember so. when I was so certain I'd found it and I was just a matter of going and picking it up? <laughs> yeah, that's that's how you got me into the hunt with that sentence. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, I might go pick up 20,000 because I know where it is. I was like, oh, cool, dude. That's (laughs) awesome. But like you can, when you get into like the streets, there's something for everything. There, I guarantee you, there's like a transcending time circle. I can almost guarantee you there's not a transcending time circle in Utah. There's going to be like circle of like time circle. Like there's going to be lots of references to that. And when you get into streets, it's that stuff now. Yeah, I get that. But I will say. But is that a point? Are you saying that it won't be streets? No, I'm just saying. Or are you saying it's too difficult to think about? It's too hard. It's too difficult to even think about. I'm not saying saying it's too difficult. I'm just saying it's a lot more difficult. Now, it gets a little bit easier when you're looking for streets that are right next to trailheads. Sure. But there's so many streets still. And it's so hard to see. Like even when like it's not going to be. A word that has like street that has the word transcend in it. It's gonna be have yeah, to be some be word different. that transcending time is supposed to direct us that's to. That's why I like the quote from Interstellar talking about love. It, it, it that's the type of thing they would do. It would be buried within whatever the, you know what I mean. But so we're I, looking, I don't. I don't th- I, we're looking I for love, love drive or something. Love drive. That's that's what I was thinking about. I honestly love don't joy, love lane. the. Uh, I don't think the interstellar angle makes sense. Why would it be a quote from from Interstellar? It's not a book. It doesn't sure, really make but sense. just that but idea. That's what it, that's but something the, that transcends. That's the type of yes. Yeah. I, w- type. I will say, crack open the books is sometimes just a general term to saying just do some research. Sure, I don't it, think it, not always from like literal books. Right. Yeah. No. I think that's fair. a good point. I just yeah. I I don't. I think there are books, but they're I interdependent. Yeah. Crack open the books there in Japan. Now that's ta- a good point. Yeah, like that's basically verifying that they're actual books, is it not? That'd be two levels of red herring that they or, did with or, that one. Or clue. are the books interdependent to the transcendence of time? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, yeah, no, I mean, things that it could be interdependent could be the interdependency of line one and number two. Oh. Uh, referencing books and the transcendence of time. I I don't love it, but I'm just saying, I I do feel like. What if? Th- I mean, who, no one knows. That's the. That's why we're. I here. know, but it was always kind of. And, no, and upon reading it for the first time, no yeah. one's gonna. No one's gonna say. Yeah. Oh, that's where I'm. Let's go. Getting. I got my keys. Let's ride. The value we hope in the podcast is that with through this jumbled mess of just talking and stream of consciousness, we have talked about something that maybe will spark some thought in your end. Yeah. And you might share an idea with us, and we may talk, and you may talk about, it, or you may talk with your friends and family, and that might spark another thought. Yeah. And it will kind of lead you down the path. A lot of times, people don't have a community to talk to the, to about these things. They maybe have a friend or family members randomly into it. But we kind of hope this podcast serves as kind of like 
a, a, a sounding tight, board or yeah. yeah some sort of support group for your treasure obsessed brain just like i don't have anyone to talk to but i have these three <laughs> idiots i can listen to <laughs> <laughs> uh, if but i no, send them an email they'll read it back to me <laughs> on the recording. <laughs> <laughs> hey it's free what do you expect okay um we love you guys yeah we're excited i mean i hope i'm headed out of town this weekend for the holiday so hopefully it's not found before i get back but um yeah looking forward to to diving deep into the next four lines with you guys in the next few days and if any listeners out there have any thoughts or want to share their feelings or frustrations with uh, the translation of this poem send us a message and we'd love to we'd love to collaborate yeah well thank you we're excited for season three and um good luck out there cash us on the next one outside <laughs> <laughs>